going to have to forgive me. I might start choking mid-sentence, but don't worry, I'm good. Allergies suck. Did the mucinex not work? Well, that's the thing. I got it just PM because I want to be able to sleep tonight. Okay. I can use like throat lozenges instead to help with the daytime stuff. So yeah, so we will see tomorrow morning how the mucinex works. <laughs> so yeah, that I just wanted to get out of the way if people start hearing like nasaliness and congestion. Allergies. Yes, yeah, spring is a wonderful time of year. Yeah, especially when you wake up to everything coated in green pollen. Just sets the tone for the right. day. It really like, did. Oh, great. It did. It's funny. I wasn't going to watch the episode live because I knew you weren't watching it. So I'm like, oh, I can wait. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just get a, a jump start. And the whole time I'm like, fuck, I need to text her about something. But she's clearly not watching it. She is in Georgia at a wedding. So... <laughs> Yeah, and then just at the end, I was like, I hate this show, which it seems to be my yes, go-to Yes, you did statement. send that to me. <laughs> I just needed to say something. Couldn't, yeah, couldn't keep it in any longer. <laughs> I needed to, like, just vindicate the fact that I watched it. Yeah. But yeah, so you finally watched it. and I had to watch it twice because the first time I watched it, I was so mad that I wasn't really paying attention. And actually, when I went back and watched it again, I saw a whole bunch of things I didn't even see the first time. I'm like, oh, that happened? Oh, that was a thing? <laughs> uh, me too, because I literally just finished it 10 minutes before we started. Oh my God, same. And I re like I wrote all in, like, <laughs> all extra shit that I'm picked up on that might not even be relevant to anything. But it's in my head now, and I'm going to have to talk about it. Yeah, the second watch didn't make it better, but no. it just it clarified a couple of things for me and just made me realize that I, I was definitely not paying enough attention <laughs> last night when I watched it the first time. <sighs> anyway, this is I Hate It, Let's Watch It. I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. And to get us started, here's our 60-second summary. Welcome to the Sad Superheroes Club, because this week on Riverdale, no one seems to be enjoying their superpowers. After Percival threatens Archie with another Palladium-based beatdown, Archie becomes determined to build up a tolerance to the precious metal and achieve true invincibility. For some reason, exposure therapy and Cheryl's Palladium soup only make his condition worse, leading Cheryl to suggest an alchemy ritual that will forge Archie into an indestructible man. It actually works, which is good news for the upcoming apocalypse. Betty enlists Jughead to search her subconscious for even more proof that she had the worst parents of all time, and would you look at that, they find it. Turns out Alice has had the serial killer gene all along, which actually makes perfect sense. Veronica and Reggie are locked in a power struggle over ownership of the casino at the same time that Veronica is struggling to understand her new venomous abilities. She learns that she is immune to poison and also she can control her own venom so long as she can control her emotions, which basically means we're all fucked. Veronica and Archie kiss for the dumbest reason and she performs a cover of Britney Spears' Toxic, which is a little too cheesy for our taste. On the lighter side, Cheryl reaches out to her childhood crush Heather who magically appears on Thornhill's doorstep and we are suspicious until proven otherwise. Okay, I don't know if this bothers you but I would really love to start with something that happened at the very end because I can't get over it I don't care how we start because I'll have <laughs> just as many comments as you do I need to talk about this kiss between Veronica and oh, Archie. The fact that I we both just saw it happen just now. I know. It's fresh. The rage is fresh because oh. that was that pissed me off last night. And then today it pissed me off all over again yep. because I really, really, really don't understand why it needed to happen. Seeing it again, yeah, I think I, I was I was more furious because that doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. It's so dumb. It's so stupid. Stupid! I'm so confused why why it happened. Well, I mean, they laid it out. 
why it had well, to happen. Yes, but even in that conversation where Veronica was like, and do you know what the worst part of all of this is? Because the worst part is not the fact that she is filled with venom and, you know, can kill somebody by accident if she gets pissed off too much mm-hmm. or, you know, has her has to wear black lipstick all the time like none of that is terrible but what is <laughs> terrible is that the last person she kissed was reggie who let's you know by the way she seduced him yeah on that evening mm-hmm. so that would not have happened had i mean i guess he probably still would have been her last kiss but it wouldn't have been so fresh and so that is the worst thing that has happened yeah, to her you reasoning with that was just kind of like um is yeah. that really what you would be thinking? Like, is that really the thing that's at the top no, of your list? No, if anything, I would be thinking I could not kiss another human ever again. Right. Because of this. Not who the last one was, and I'm so pissed about it. You know, like, right. that's not I, what I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, man. That would not be what I was thinking either. And then just the giddiness of Betty suggesting it and allowing it, quote unquote, this was the weirdest scene. I was oh. so uncomfortable. And even Archie, Archie was like, for old time's sake. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, what is this? What is this moment? <laughs> what drugs are we on? <laughs> what is this moment? Is Jingle Jangle back? What is happening? <laughs> no, I totally, oh my God. It was the worst. And I was like, is this leading to some kind of weird threesome? Like, And then when they're at the show at the end and, she, and she's like, blowing kisses and like thanking them and ball it's just like this is weird right this is so weird we even we've talked about it in the past couple of episodes how just veronica hasn't been like a focal point right and all of a sudden now and betty even uses the term i want you to get your main Main character character energy energy back and i'm like Mm -hmm. whoa slow just slow down yeah it's like a little bit too self-aware yeah the show got there for a second like but, oh we kind of forgot about forgot about veronica but we're bringing her back now and now it's like and to say like for veronica to even say during the performance like my best friends this is yeah. for you are they though what? and she was so mad at them a few episodes ago for not attending her father's funeral or maybe not mad but she was definitely upset about it it just well, yeah. it didn't seem like they were close anymore and now they're all real close in a real interesting way (laughs) we've mentioned before time doesn't exist in this show so i mean that could have happened yesterday or like five months ago we don't know ago yeah it's hard to tell but yeah no that whole thing she ruined toxic for me although i have to say the choreography making it kind of like spider-esque was kind of cool i'll give her that i was gonna say i didn't hate this particular musical number i thought it was kind of a cheesy and obvious choice for the song right and the situation but beyond that i thought that her voice was well suited to it Mm -hmm. and the the choreography as you say was kind of interesting with the spider stuffs going on so i'm okay with it but as a rule i would prefer not to have it at all (laughs) let's just put a pin in musical numbers which we're not going to be able to do because we're going to get a musical episode soon and i <laughs> yeah and i'm just not mentally prepared for it at not this at point. all not at all <laughs> i'm in a very um unforgiving mindset when it comes to riverdale like they can do no right at this point oh no i mean if we want to power back to the beginning jughead's monologue about you know, you you think when you grow up, you want superpowers, and then once you have them, and it's like, wait a minute, nobody has that. Like nobody can have them. 
you're talking in this literal way that it's like, no, not everybody grows up in their 30s and gets superpowers out of nowhere. Right. And also these consequences and everything, they were like written for the show. Yeah. There are plenty of people who have superpowers in, in comic books and movies and shit who are totally fine. Yeah. So like. Come on now. But out of curiosity, mm-hmm. if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh, God. I feel like I want to pull a Dane Cook here and say have spaghetti shoot out of my fingertips. <laughs> very rude. Here's your spaghetti. <laughs> You're very rude. Oh, God. Uh, sorry. Now overlapping is going to get me to cough, too. So forgive me for that oh, as no. well. We're going to lose Dawn tonight. I know it's going to be. This is the episode. <laughs> I go downhill. I don't know. I've never really thought about it. I mean, I guess maybe I don't want to do time travel. Although no. part of me like wants to, but no, I don't want to. No. I don't know how useful that is. I mean... <laughs> Maybe I teleportation. I that was mine, Don. <laughs> I want to teleport. I want to be a teleporter. I think that's the most useful thing. It really is. You can save so much money on gas and mm-hmm. so much time traveling. Yeah, man, that'd be great. I would love teleporting. So much more of it. Anyway, yeah. I mean, what would the side effect of that be? You know, like do you get motion sickness or something Maybe. from the from the process? Maybe you overbook <sighs> yourself because you can be like anywhere in a split second so you're like all right i can go to that thing and that thing and that thing all in the same day take it i don't know that's one of the things that i think of is that a is that a negative you're just overbooked like you're over exerting <laughs> you're yourself overbooked. there are too many social gatherings you would be expected to attend because you don't have the excuse of saying like oh i can't make a flight down exactly to that's what i'm saying a college graduation i'm so you sorry you don't have excuses to get out of things <laughs> You know what? That is worse than any of the consequences right? we've seen on I this thought. show. <laughs> That's what I thought. And yet there's no cons. Jesus Christ. I am going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There are no consequences for Jughead Kong Superman soups. And there should be. He should be thrown in jail. That was horrible. <laughs> and actually, speaking of being thrown in jail for pronunciations and stuff, Archie said Albany again. <laughs> And I'm trying to figure out if this is like I really a... think they're taking it literally by the spelling. If there was another L, I think they would say Albany. Do you know what makes me think of there? there's that episode of Schitt's Creek where Alexis has like some of her friends come through the town yes. and they all have really stupid names and one of them is named Albany. Yep. <laughs> so that's what it makes me think of. And maybe, I mean, that that's a Canadian show and Riverdale is filmed in Canada so like maybe maybe it's just their, the like they, maybe they say Albany in Canada and they just think that's how it is in New York too. But I'm gonna call it out again because I heard it and I was like, you didn't dare do that again. I feel like if Mark Consuelos was still on the show mm-hmm. as a New Yorker, he would have put them have in their place. This. Yes, a thousand yeah, percent. Never have allowed it. Nope. Damn it. We miss you, Hiram. <laughs> He's throwing shit at his television now. Um, <laughs> God damn it. It's all gone to shit without me. But yeah, so Tabitha is still in Albany, but she's coming home soon, luckily. Right. Yeah, she was very absent in this episode, as was Tony and Fangs and Kevin. Again, what is going Just on? Central cast members that we never get to see. <laughs> that have been such core 
like part of core issues yeah yeah. you said it last time that we're kind of rotating them in and out yeah some of the more peripheral people that just like come in and out when they need them i think we're supposed to get more on the custody issue next Mm. week or maybe the week after i can't remember the the previews i'm reading are all blending together so yeah i kind of stopped looking at them because it just gets me more and more confused (laughs) i'd rather be surprised Okay, what do you want to... You tell me what you want to roll with, and then I will just... Well, I can springboard very nicely from that brief mention of Tabitha. The only time we hear from her is when she texts Jughead saying that she's on her way back, and Jughead was just in the middle of doing a little stroll down memory lane regarding Betty. Which may I <laughs> Every add hookup they've ever had. <laughs> was the hottest montage we've had. I know! And I... Not only was it the hottest montage, but the fact that just prior to that, Betty and Archie oh. were together, okay, quote unquote, one last time in case he burned to death. Yeah, and they definitely made the most of that by massaging and just laying beside each other. With a thousand more candles. If anything, you're going to burn them that the way. Candle budget. God. One wrong yeah, move and he's burned was... before the spell even happens. That was the fucking worst sex scene I've ever seen on this show. So when we saw that montage, I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Right? I felt something. Yep. (laughs) And I don't know exactly what they're planning to do with that or where they're going with it. Because I can't imagine that Betty and Archie are going to be breaking up at any point at this time. Right. But maybe Jughead and Tabitha are going to break up because he seems to have unresolved feelings for Betty. And they've been kind of teasing this for a while. Yeah. And I don't know if if the other times were intentional or not (laughs) because this show uh, does things and for no reason. (laughs) But this was blatantly obvious that he was kind of in his feelings about Betty. And when like those being the flashbacks and giving us all the feels... I felt like all of the flashbacks in this episode gave me that whole, like, I missed the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really did. All the, all the intrigue. All, yeah, like, all of the... There was more suspense. There was more kind of, like, who could it be? Like, it was just... You know what it was? There were just... There were fewer things going on. We have mm. so much happening simultaneously. thing. Yeah, it was, like, one central storyline, and then there were maybe, like, four or five subplots but they were all kind of interconnected or at least related in some way shape or form it all made sense it was easier to follow now it's just it's all over the fucking place and it's so annoying yeah, we didn't need we didn't need to be charlie day at yes exactly board. all the strength like that's what we're I know, at and now. i was gonna do my murder board i think i said it a few weeks ago i was like <laughs> might be time to do the murder board but it then might be because there was one episode where it seemed like we were getting somewhere with tbk but again that's like one of those things that we just kind of drop it when we feel like it and then we pick it up at some other random point when we feel like it and that's very annoying to me because there's no continuity so there's nothing no. to put on the board at this point because i have no idea what's connected and what isn't it seems like what we're doing with percival has nothing nothing to do with tbk then why are we doing anything with tbk why is that going on at the same time as the rest of this it's almost stupid to care about a serial killer when there's an apocalypse coming you know that and percival seems to be pinpointing their past instead of the present and future right like he's taking them down by bringing up old things not what they're currently going through so you're right it doesn't (laughs) like it doesn't make sense 
So the reason why Jughead seems to be reminiscing is because he was helping Betty try to access some repressed memories about her childhood. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit bored with this because it feels repetitive. Like we get it. Betty's parents were terrible. Of course, we're going to unearth more proof that they sucked, that they were terrible, that Hal was a murderer and that her mother was just sort of complicit to some extent and just a terrible mother. So, you know, like I'm, I'm a little bit bored that we're doing this now. Right. And it's all we're just going over the stuff that we've already known. Right. The whole thing with Caramel. Although I have to admit the flashbacks with Hal. I never remembered him to be as creepy. He as wasn't. He wasn't. He seemed he totally normal in the first season and a half or, you know, however long it was that he was operating. Even as a serial killer, he seemed yes. normal. And, like, the flashbacks make him seem I know like Betty was young. Wackadoo. But, like, she should have picked up on how fucking weird her dad was being trying to convince her that her right. cat was a sinner for running out of the house. <laughs> and those questions, it's like, how did you feel? Did you feel a rush? It's like, what the also, fuck are you talking about? I just find about? that very strange that he's all into the whole, like, sinner aspect of things, but he, he ascribes a soul to cats that cats have some sort of willful denial of rule following it's like they're animals <laughs> like what are you talking about that wouldn't trigger as like a even how old did you say that young betty is in these flashbacks 12 12 yeah that would kind of send off an alarm i would think of like yeah. what the fuck are you talking about dad <laughs> right I, I, i'm not that young to be that naive i would be pretty i'd be questioning yeah i, I would think a so. lot of what he's saying yeah so we find out that alice has the serial killer gene as well which honestly makes a lot of sense uh, does it matter but does no, it matter it doesn't now? matter Probably it doesn't matter not. at all i mean it just again it's just like more proof that she was an asshole to betty for not mm-hmm. telling her for making her feel like she was alone in the world but we already know this about Alice. She's a terrible person and a terrible mother. So I did not need this extra bit of information. What I do need to know, and I need to know if you could help me this. Okay. So we find out, well, Jughead's able to find out from going through her memories, that Hal and Alice, well, Hal killed a cop mm-hmm. and had Alice help him bury him in the floorboards of the diner. Sure. Wouldn't that smell? I had the same thought. And then I was starting to wonder, did they bury him in the ground under the dining room? Because I guess if they buried him in the ground, it wouldn't smell so much. But if they just put him under but the floorboards. How that, right. They do have a basement. So I would think that there wouldn't be a ground underneath the floorboards. <laughs> the whole thing was very confusing to me. And then I'm, I'm just like, well, that's not how a rotting corpse works. Yeah. Just like a swamp, guys. Rotting corpses will deteriorate and you will smell them in your dining room, especially in your dining room. <laughs> and and you're right. There's a basement. Right. So it would have to be in, in the floor slash ceiling of the basement. There's no underground yeah. to bury. Because I was going to say, seeing it seeing it dug up or ripped up or whatever, you just see ripped up floor. Right. Yeah. I, I couldn't get a good look at it because I did try to pay attention to that <laughs> on my second watch. But you couldn't really see if like how far it went down and like what else was under there. But unless they only have like a partial basement and half of their right. house is over ground, I, I don't know. 
I mean, we can't pull at that thread too hard because. Oh yeah, no. I just I just found it funny that like there's a rotting body in your yeah. house and you I don't thought smell the same it. thing. I also was thinking that I don't buy the whole how I was gonna tell the police I did it if I didn't go along with this. Like, what? What do you like? Did you really think he could? convince them of that like is there any proof that you did it there's obviously going to be more proof that he did it i mean if you want to get out of the situation help him bury it and then go to the cops but i just i don't i don't yeah and then for her to know that he had done this so then did she know he was the black hood the whole time because this kind of exposes him as a serial killer or at least a murderer because why else would he kill a cop Unless he right. was, like, trying to get out of something else he'd done wrong. So, I, Alice is the worst. Alice is the fucking worst. I think she's even she worse really than really is. is. The only time she was able to kind of get better was with FP. Because FP makes everything better. <laughs> uh, that's true. He needs true. to come back. Yeah. She was tolerable during that, that was time, post. Basically. That was post-cult, right? Yes. Because, yeah, that was the last, like, major incident that... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think she handled quite poorly. So, yeah. And I just don't know why. And again, this reminds me of a few episodes ago when Jughead was talking about anchors to help prevent Percival from doing his mm-hmm. mind control thing. And how Betty was like, so I just think of, you know, my mom or Polly. I'm like, why are you thinking of these people? <laughs> like, They are messed up and you should not be using them as stable focal points in your life. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I don't want to talk about Alice anymore. <laughs> We can go back to Veronica's conundrum. Ah, great. Someone else I dislike heavily at this point. <laughs> why Why did she bother going to Dr. Curdle Jr.? Well, he had called her to say at the end of the last episode that you basically all your fluids. Right. <laughs> and he's, he's being real cool about all of this, uh-huh. which I guess tracks he's kind of a weird dude. But at the same time, you would think he would ask more questions be a little bit more concerned right he's just kind of matter of fact like this is what's happening to you and, and by um, the way yeah. i noticed this on my second watch did you see he was like in the middle of lunch when she came in he had like half no. of a hamburger <laughs> and a thing of french fries on the tray next to him in his morgue and it's like that's pretty much dark in there too. Ew, uh, you eat your lunch in there what i i you know what? It doesn't really surprise me, though. Oh, it made me sick. I, like, just thinking of the smell <laughs> in that room, it must be either, like, mm. heavy disinfectant or, like, slight whiff of corpse every once in a while. I don't want to be eating a hamburger in there. His senses might just be all off anyway. Something is off. <laughs> yeah, so he explains to her, basically, that she's producing so much of the toxin that all of her bodily fluids are affected. So being near anybody, any chance of like saliva, anything. So yeah, it's like COVID. So I'm sitting here like, <laughs> yeah, it's like COVID. She should be wearing a mask, not a fucking widow's veil. veil. <laughs> but she is the black widow now. Fuck this. Uh-huh. Fuck it all. And I'm just thinking to myself, if she gets her period, it's all over. <laughs> Why? <laughs> What's going to happen? Well, just think of uh, who knows. You never know. You could accidentally drip on the toilet. And then somebody goes after her. Ew. Uh, I would hope that they would see blood on the toilet seat and be like, no, thank you. <laughs> you would think, but this, you know, it's a weird, Ew. weird world. Ew. You just described how Dr. Curdle Jr. was eating his lunch in the morning. Yeah. So, well, I mean, again, 
Nobody anything said anything happen. in the show about periods. You're the one bringing I don't that know. up. I just thought, <laughs> no, because once he said bodily fluids, I'm like, fuck, period. Anyway. Yeah, well, okay. I, it's like a good thing he's not a, Veronica is not a guy, because then she would be like ejaculating poison anytime she masturbated. Ooh. Well, clearly, all she has to do is talk and get really heated. Well, and then she gives people <laughs> nosebleeds. Yeah, I know. And when Cheryl said to her, you know, oh, it sounds like you can control your venom, use it, you know, if you control your emotions. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, then we are all screwed because this woman mm-hmm. does not know how to control her emotions or anything, really. Not at all. <laughs> but all the while she's doing this, she's also embroiled in a power struggle for the control of the casino with Reggie. Right. This relationship got so contentious so quickly and it's it's a little bit much. <laughs> it is. And even um just to quickly go back to like the beginning beginning, Reggie is now with Percival. Right. On his side whatever. And I just notice that Reggie is very quick to concede to any type of power or um yeah, I guess power. I mean he ended up being with Hiram after the time jump, right. you know, and now, I mean, Veronica kind of, she kind of had power for a little while. Mm-hmm. Now, Percival and taking, tr- like, he just kind of gives it all up for that. Yeah, I think it's a combination of wanting, wanting power and success and then also wanting to please or prove himself to a male authority figure that he looks up to because of what he went through with his dad. So I always thought that he saw Hiram as a father figure. And I don't, I don't know that that comes through as clearly with Percival, but I do think that has something to do with it. Mm, True. Okay. So then after finding out about anything she touches, spits on, whatever the hell, (laughs) we'll die. Uh, She gives Betty a call and she's like, we meet up. I got really shitty news. And she's downing shots. And doesn't feel a thing. And I'm like, to have that. <laughs> I think that's a superpower in itself. No, but then like, then it's pointless. Then you, it's, you might as well be doing shots of water. Because you're not feeling it at all. I mean, what is the point of drinking? You're tasting it. Tequila doesn't taste that good. <laughs> that I would mm. drink like 20 shots of tequila. But I mean, ideally, you drink to get that buzz going. And so if you never True. get that, then you're just going to have cirrhosis of the liver at some point <laughs> and not even realize well, again, it. Again, she's already deteriorating and she's on dialysis. So I think she's taking care of it. She's not taking care of shit. <laughs> this is where something I have to bring up that you're going to be like, there's no relevance here. But <laughs> I have to point it out. Okay. Because I noticed it. In the beginning, mm-hmm. when Jughead and Archie are talking. They're talking about Superman and his kryptonite. I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. So then he talks about Mighty Mouse. And he's like, what's Mighty Mouse's kryptonite? And he goes, Limburger cheese. Okay. I don't think anything of it. We're watching. Veronica does her whole spiel yelling at Reggie before he gets a nosebleed. Mm -hmm. And she says his brain is made of Swiss cheese. That is now the second cheese reference. (laughs) Okay. I didn't know this is what you were going to (laughs) say. Okay. And then... At one point, we have Veronica sitting at her desk eating white cheddar smart food popcorn. That is the third cheese reference. So does that mean cheese is going to show up in our refrigerators? Is it like Bloody Mary when you say Bloody Mary three times? I don't know, but that's three (laughs) different cheeses. And they're all white cheeses. I don't know why I'm trying to decipher this, but I I just... 
I don't know either. <laughs> I wonder if it's if it's the answer to some weird <laughs> that Percival's weakness theory is or something. <laughs> Imagine. Oh my god, that would be amazing. The only thing that I kind of tweaked on with this episode where I was like, wait a minute, was when Cheryl was talking about Rasputin and how he built up a tolerance to poison and they had to kill him mm. by drowning him. And so like in my head I was kind of like that was kind of like a weird fact to mm-hmm. kind of provide there and so maybe they're going to eventually have to kill Percival by drowning him. But that was the only like kind of thing where I was like this is interesting. What I thought you were going to say was at the very beginning when Jughead is going through his comic books, the first one he pulls out is an Archie comics. And I thought that was very strange because they are in the Archie universe. And so why would he have, he had them in Rivervale, but this is Riverdale. So why would he have right. Archie comics in Riverdale? But I, do not know. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine this all turns out to be another alternate universe. God, where there's like everybody's lactose intolerant. <laughs> And that's why there's cheese references. Yep, that must be it. I really don't know why I needed to point that out, but I just was like, why would anybody need to mention three different types of cheeses in an episode? Beats me. I don't know how to say it. Did you catch the other sponsorship in this episode? It was verbal rather than visible. Was it Veronica? Yeah. Was it Canva? It was Canva. (laughs) Okay, so I thought I heard it. And then I was like, no. And then I was like, oh, my God, Canva, I'm on you every day. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, John's going to be so happy about this Canva reference. Although they sound so unnatural when they when they throw those. I can't remember what the other one was this season where they kind of like slipped it into dialogue. Right. Chime or something. Chime. Yes. And it's like they're afraid to say it. Yeah. So it it comes out like, "Mm, yeah, on Canva. Canva? I'm doing my my presentation on uh, Canva. But make sure that smart food popcorn is dead center. Yep, that's a that's an oldie but a goodie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we should probably talk more about the forging process because Ooh. Archie is trying to build up his tolerance to palladium, and in true Archie fashion, he is an idiot going about it. Mm-hmm. He first decides to just wear a huge hunk of palladium around palladium palladium. Around- <laughs> <laughs> what is palladium? <laughs> A lady of okay. that's next season. So he just wears it around his neck and then he's like, This sucks. And then Charles' like, Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. You should drink it in a soup uh, in smaller quantities Ugh. and it'll be better that way. And it is not better that way. <laughs> it How would you even worse. make palladium soup? I don't want to know. It looked um like dishwater. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of looked like our um Oh, yeah, a little bit lighter. It was more milky than uh, it was gray. gray. It wasn't. Yeah, it didn't look pretty. Didn't look like something you'd want to ingest. So he is trying to do all this. It's not working. He's getting even weaker. He's suddenly super anemic because apparently it's like like seeping up all the iron in his body. And Cheryl's like, okay, well, I have an idea. We can do this alchemy spell and. Mm -hmm convert the iron into no the palladium into iron yeah the palladium into iron yes and then for some reason this will make you forever immune to palladium in turn invincible which right which it, it works so it works yeah great 
And that was the point at which they were like, can we have one last night together to like spoon basically on the floor right. in the living room? <laughs> what a fucking like, waste. Give us, <laughs> give us a raunchy sex scene. He could have died. I can't believe we have to beg for it at this point. This show used to be <sighs> gratuitous and we have to beg oh. for something. They don't even kiss, I don't think. They were hornier in high school. Seriously. God. Like. I know that your sex drive depletes over time, usually or sometimes, but like, man, guys, what are we doing? We haven't even seen (laughs) like Jughead and Tabitha do anything. I don't, it doesn't even seem like they're a couple half the time. They, they just share space, but like sometimes they, they kiss a, but just a quick peck. Right. Anything going on there. (sighs) The most action we've seen this, this season was between Kevin and Percival. Anyway, um, yeah, so I mean, that's pretty much it with Archie, right? He has pretty good Latin pronunciation when he was reading yeah. the uh, whole thing, but... He did do a good job. Yep, so uh, the other, like, random little piece is that Cheryl reaches out to Heather and consults a magic eight ball to do it? That Yes, that she calls her sphere of knowledge. Like, what the f- fuck why why are <laughs> that makes yeah. no sense like she she has all these spell casting things and she's all occulty and whatnot and she uses a magic eight ball <sighs> and it's not even helpful every time she uses it it's like mm, never mind i can't tell you and it's like then what use are you yeah and also what use is nana rose like, oh do not get me started on nana rose this motherfucking bitch i am so done with her like i need her <laughs> gone she is so unhelpful at every turn and uh-huh. she i wanted to like break her neck when she was like mm, people usually respond to emails yeah, when like, they care the like, you are such an asshole and as much as i do think that's generally true that people will reach out if they care to reach out Mm. (laughs) but like also there are other reasons why somebody might not respond to your email and we don't know how much time had passed between when she sent it and and that conversation so if it had been like a day or two like you could give it a little bit more time oh my god she's so toxic it's very annoying to me that she is still around ah toxic theme of the episode i didn't mean to do that i know (laughs) that was actually unintentional but maybe subconscious because it was in my head so yeah so heather actually does show up at the end of the episode despite the fact that when cheryl called she just hung up straight away so right and she was like when you call yeah you called so i came so i think in the preview we saw that heather is a witch or involved in supernatural stuff so maybe she figured it out through that means but either way it's like kind of a sketchy way to just drop in on somebody that you haven't seen in like 15 years so as per usual with every new character i will be suspicious until Mm -hmm. we are shown another way (laughs) totally makes sense yeah she could be in cahoots with percival we don't know so many cahoots all the cahoots (laughs) oh man yeah i mean i think that's all i got for um Yep, I think that's all I got as well. I did notice, because I watched it live, there was a commercial for a new show called Mm -hmm. Tom Swift. Yeah. And the actress who plays Josie's in it. Oh, okay, I did see her for like a quick flash, and I thought that it was her, but I didn't care enough to look it up, so I Oh, me, I was like, um, that's Josie. How (laughs) dare you? 
Anyway. Is she Josie in the show? No. <laughs> I guess that means that they're not getting their Pussycat spinoff. I guess not. Womp womp. One womp, one womp. final thought that I need to call out because it yes. was so great. It was early in the episode and I think it was when Jughead and Archie were talking about like the science of palladium resistance and mm. Archie said the very memorable quote of nothing has been scientific since that explosion. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay, let's just call it. Yeah, out. you're pretty. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, nothing. Not not a single thing has been scientific in this show. I mean, maybe ever. I don't think it's fair to say that it just started with the yeah, explosion, no. but it has certainly gotten worse. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, first there were swamps. Now there's. <laughs> first there were swamps. It all came out of the swamp. It did. Riverdale <laughs> rose from the muck like some kind of wild beast. <laughs> So, yep. All right. Well, that is all I have to say about this episode. I think if I could just sum up my feelings, I'm just very, very frustrated with the direction that the show is taking. It does not feel cohesive. There's really no attention to character development. There's too much going on. Uh, This season really fucking sucks. Like, more so than prior seasons where there was like the thread of something underneath to hang on to. There's just yeah. nothing. There's just nothing here. There's no nothing you could predict, although I did have my predictions. But what what is the purpose of all of this? There's right. no end game. Mm, she said it. Song said, said it. it. We all heard it. But yeah, I don't see any real reason for any of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of pointless at this point. But um, we've gotten this far, so I feel like we have to see it through. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, otherwise we would have just wasted all of our time. So let's just continue to waste more time on it until um, such a point that we decide we can't for our mental health. We have coming up in two weeks from today, because we're recording on Tuesday. But two weeks from today, Rubber will be coming out. Also, I wanted to tell you... I watched another movie two nights ago <laughs> called Two. Have you heard of it? Two? Like the two. number two? Yeah. Spelled okay. out. No. It's only an hour and 11 minutes. Love it already. <laughs> it's a dubbed movie, which is fine. It's not okay. hard to follow. The premise is this man and woman wake up and their abdomens are stitched together. And basically the movie <laughs> is them trying to find out why they were stitched together. It's not gross by any... I don't find it to be gross. But in terms of me watching it and thinking, would Lisa watch this? I don't think you'd have a problem watching it. So if anybody out there is listening, (laughs) our peoples, if you watched two, if you saw two, it's on Netflix. Again, it's only an hour and 11 minutes. If you think we should do it, tell us. Yeah, because otherwise I'm putting it at the bottom of the list. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Technically, it is because I added it to the list and it's great. At the bottom. Well, yeah, I think there's probably a lot more movies we would prioritize over that. Yes, but to give one for shits and giggles on a week, we want to add another episode. There we go. But again, if anybody's seen it, wants us to do it, please reach out. And if there's anything you ever want us to do or give a shot, let us know. Yes, you can reach us on any of our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, email. We have a website. We have a website. Which Dawn meticulously maintains. Oh my God. I added more (laughs) stuff today. I actually, I added a reviews tab. 
that has oh, all sweet. of our very, yeah. very sweet and kind five-star reviews. Leave us some reviews, guys. Yeah. If you like us, let us know. We love to hear your feedback, yes, especially when absolutely. it's positive. Yes. <laughs> Luckily, knock on wood, haven't heard any negatives yet. So. Yay. But yeah, so we also dropped new designs this week in our merch store. Two that covered deep water. <laughs> <laughs> and Emily in Paris. Snail love. Snail love. Um, Emily in Paris. And then also the hot dad's club of Riverdale. Yes. Which I'm definitely going to have to get in a tank top, I think. Great stuff. Go check it out. You got to check it out. And there's a sale going on. So get Ooh, them now. Love a sale. All righty. And until then, that's Endgame. Game.